this will probably not be the most professional um, Jesus podcast you've ever heard. If there's things that you're struggling with, uh, if you're obese um, and it's getting worse, um, any sort of health problems really, if you're addicted to anything, cigarettes, marijuana, drugs, alcohol, sex, you can't stop masturbating. Uh, you're in a bunch of messed up relationships with men or women, maybe people of the same sex. Um, if you feel ashamed, if you feel like really messed up, like you're missing it really bad. Um, what are some other things? If you steal stuff, this was never, I've, I've stole some stuff. I haven't really stole a lot of stuff. Um, but I, it was just on my heart to share that. Um, yeah, if um, if you treat people like crap and you know it, uh, if you yell at your mom or your dad or your brothers or sisters or people at work, if if you bully people, um, also kind of from the other perspective, if you're the one getting bullied, if uh, if there's if there's people in your life uh, where it's like you want to break that person's neck. Um, you know, uh, I think I think we probably covered a lot of really good basis there. Uh, if you can relate to any of that, this is probably for you. Um, it's just really on my heart today to um, to just like just kind of yeah, just speak out what I'm hearing from God in like total transparency um, about my life. Also, uh, there's some things that. Uh, that I, that I feel really strongly about from the Lord. Uh, I believe it's from the Lord, and and it lines up with the Word of God. I don't really have any specific spots that we're going to go today. I think we're going to go through Romans six, um, and maybe some through Luke too. I've been going through Luke uh, pretty pretty intensely, but um, yeah, this is going to be really a lot about sin and freedom from sin and just seeking after God. Um, yeah, so we'll just hop right into it. I think I'm just going to start with just reading from Luke so we can get some sort of like foundation in the Word uh, before I go off and do a bunch of testimonies and stuff. Cool. Yeah, so this is in Luke 11. This is just where I was reading last. Uh, kind of just feels the freshest, so we'll go from we'll go from there. There's not really a a right or wrong spot to go with this. I think uh, we'll go back just a little bit. Yeah, I might just start from the beginning, and when we get there, we'll get there. So this is Luke 10, actually. Um, and the title of this in the NLT it says, "Jesus sends out his disciples." The Lord now chose 72 other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs to all the towns and places he planned to visit. These were his instructions to them. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Now go and remember that I am sending you out as lambs among wolves. <laughs> I'm sending you out as lambs among wolves. <laughs> Like there's very little that we can do to defend ourselves and it's God that can do it Don't take any money with you nor a traveler's bag nor an extra pair of sandals and don't stop to greet anyone on the road Whenever you enter someone's home first say may God's peace be on this house If those who live there are peaceful the blessing will stand if they are not the blessing will return to you I don't totally understand what that means don't move around from home to home. Stay in one place, eating and drinking what they provide. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality, because those who work deserve their pay. If you enter a town and it welcomes you, eat whatever is set before you, heal the sick, and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. That's like a really simple, simple command and just a way to do life. And... I'm still figuring out, just initially with the eating thing, I like to eat a certain way, um, where I do a lot of meat, because uh, I think it's really healthy, and I think it's the will of God, uh, but when people invite me out to eat, I I say yes, um, and, and, I, and I really try to be sensitive to God in whatever situation that's in, 
Um, if I'm fasting, that's a different thing. I think there is a place where we break a fast if it's something that we were just kind of doing uh, just because we have the privilege of doing that just to seek God. But I think there's also a place uh, where God's saying, no, uh, it's time to keep fasting and we can still join them for the meal or whatever and fellowship, but um, to, to keep in that in that place of fasting. So I'm figuring that out. Um, food's definitely been like an obsession in different points in my life. And, and, and God's showing me a balance with that. Because I do like to eat really healthy and I do like to fine-tune things. Because uh, it has a whole lot to do with the way that we feel um, and, and the way that we look. And, and that like affects the way that we see ourselves, honestly. Um, just like, is, what's the word, like carnally. Um, like it's like we need we need to we need to see ourselves the way God sees us. But I'm telling you, looking in the mirror um, as a man at 180 pounds is a lot more gentle than looking in the mirror at 350 400 pounds. Um, and it all starts with God and and seeing ourselves the way that He sees us, man. It does. And I'm I'm just I'm speaking to whoever's in that place right now. He loves you, uh, and his desires freedom. Like where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Um, and with this, like there is a place, and I I think that's so important. Why this is being highlighted right now? Eat whatever is set before you. There is a place where God's like, no, I'd like you to do this, and there's something specific from the Holy Spirit, and that's so real. Um, whether that's fasting, whether that's a certain diet or whatever. Um, and probably that like most important thing, right? Uh, that we love God with everything and love our neighbor. Like putting that first. Because um, there's like a lot of little things we could pick out. No, like you're wrong about this because of this because of this. And it's like, dude, <clears throat> like there's freedom in the Lord. There's freedom in the Lord. Um, and I just pray that over anybody listening to this right now who might be struggling with that, uh, whether it's like you're obsessed with some sort of like dieting, exercise thing, whatever that is. You're trying to figure out this balance with fasting uh, and still uh, being in community with people. Maybe you're struggling with obesity or like the opposite, some sort of like anorexia, bulimia thing. I just speak freedom over you right now in Jesus' name. And I just really encourage you to just seek after God and everything he's doing and not try to fix the problem because it'll never work. <laughs> like the answer is Jesus and like the answer is knowing him, not from a place of trying to get something, but from a place of just seeing, seeing everything he's done for you. And this really is speaking to the people right now who've had that initial encounter with God um, and, 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 and have basically been like, God, I, I want to give my life to you in whatever way that looked like to the people that are born again right now um, that still have these things. I just really want to encourage you to just press into him for who he is and God will take care of the rest. And I think that's really going to be the theme of this whole thing that we're going into here um, as we get further and further along. Yeah, thank you, Father God. You're awesome. I thank you that where you are, God, there's real freedom. And there's not like a bunch of like bondage and rules and uh, really just trash that doesn't help anybody, God. But there's real freedom, God, um, in just the way that you carry yourself, God, and the way that you reveal yourself. Um, and I thank you, Father God, that we need we need an encounter with you uh, in order to be changed in any way, God. We need to see your love for us and really just like like looking looking at the way you gave yourself on the cross, Jesus. Really just getting a deep understanding of that, God, to really change us. And I speak that over everybody listening to this today. Um, yeah that you could just experience God in a new way, that he could just come and reveal himself to you and his love for you even deeper uh, through, through I guess, like a deeper understanding of the cross. It's really what it is, dude. All right, we're going to keep going. If you enter a town and it welcomes you, eat whatever's set before you. Heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. That's like pretty simple. Um, heal the sick. And tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into some stuff here, dude, that I got uh, some beef with. Because I think it's from hell. Um, if it's on your heart to go around and preach that uh, Jesus is coming soon. Um, 
And basically, all that you're talking about is this thing with the rapture and, uh, and how we need to repent. Or if you died today, you know, do you know that you go to heaven or would you go to hell? And like scaring people into a relationship with God. Right now, I just speak the blessings of God over you. I speak peace over you, and I speak revelation over you. And I pray that thing you have inside of you would die and go back to hell because it is not from the Lord, and it is not the will of God. Father God, I pray peace over everybody listening, listening to this right now. I pray peace over the people that I'm speaking about uh, with, this, with this thing, with the rapture and the whole Jesus is coming soon and this coronavirus 666 mark of the beast thing. You will go straight to hell right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> and I just bless you, the person. Um, yeah, God loves you. And where his spirit is, there's freedom, dude. And it's the love of God that leads people to change. Uh, it's not scaring people into a relationship with God. It's not convincing people that Jesus is uh, just about to come down out of the clouds and all the bad people are going to die, so you better make sure that you say this prayer and hop in my pool in the backyard to go to heaven. Dude, that ain't it. Like, that ain't it at all, man. <laughs> we need to, like, experience the love of God firsthand <laughs> to really see that, like, whoa, God, I give myself to you. I give my whole life to you and all that I am and all my thoughts and everything, God, and not out of anything to get something in return. Like, I've already been given the greatest return, and it's eternal life, Jesus. Thank you for everything you've done on the cross. And, like, that's really a safe place to be, and that's a safe place to minister because it's all, it's all him doing it, dude. Oh, it's amazing. The kingdom of God is near you now. That's what it says in the Bible, dude. And like, not only to preach that, but also to show him that. Like, dude, if we're not walking in that power, what are we doing, man? We need to seek the Lord. We need to turn away from the things of the world. We need to pray. We need to fast. We need to just get real with God until that becomes our reality. Because everything in this Bible, when I read this Bible, he's talking to me, dude. <laughs> when I read this Bible, he's talking to me. And when you read this Bible, let him talk to you because he is talking to you and it is the will of God to bless you. But let it be from a place of just seeing that he loves you and giving yourself to him and not seeking that out, not seeking out the blessing, not seeking out the prosperity, but just really, really, really wanting to know your dad and give yourself to your dad because you see the love that he has for you. It's amazing. Oh, we're going to keep going. <laughs> if a town refuses to welcome you, go out into its streets and say, we wipe even the dust of your town from our feet to show that we have abandoned you to your fate. And know this, the kingdom of God is near. I assure you, even Wickham Sodom will be better off than such a town on Judgment Day. What sorrow awaits you, Chorazin and Bethsaida? For if the miracles I said in you had been done in wicked Tyre and Sidon, their people would have repented of their sins long ago, clothing themselves in burlap, and I'm going to read a little bit of this and go back, and throwing ashes on their heads to show their remorse. Yes, Tyre and Sodom, Sedan will be better cut off on Judgment Day than you. And I like how it, oh man, this is amazing. For if, mir for if the miracles I did in you had been done uh, over here, I'll say, their people would have repented of their sins long ago, clothing themselves in burlap, uh, and then the thing with the ashes, right? So, like, he's he's being, like, straight up, like, if if we are, like, witnessing firsthand miracles, if we're, like, having encounters with God, that changes our lives. We repent, changes the way we think, man. We turn and we seek the Lord and we give ourselves to Him because we see how good He is, dude. Like... If you don't think that we need that stuff, if you don't think that stuff's for today, man, I just bless you right now in Jesus' name and say that he loves you. And I speak the spirit of revelation over you. And I speak just the absolute blessings and the outpouring of God over you that you could see him clearly and have those encounters um, with him right now in Jesus' name. I pray God would just come and touch you and whack you with his Holy Spirit in such a powerful way that you couldn't deny the reality of the miracles, the signs, the wonders today. Dude, this is going to trip you out. If you're still listening to this, we probably lost basically the entire former audience to this show by now. 
and that's okay. I bless them in Jesus' name. I speak life over them, and I speak the spirit of revelation and joy over them that they could just know the love of the Father in a deeper way. Um, I see crazy things when I go out outside. When I go outside at night, dude. I used to be really into UFO research and stuff, and uh, was, this is was about three years ago before I got born again. Uh, I found out about this dude teaching people how to make uh, contact with extraterrestrial civilizations, and within a week, I had tons of lights and things flying over my house. And I was the first time it happened, I was just bawling uncontrollably. Keep in mind, I'm like not even born again yet. Like I believed in God, I knew that part was real, but I didn't believe in Jesus. And I'm going out and meditating, and I'm seeing all these lights fly over my house. Like there's one time, like ten lights flew out in a line and formed a circle, and I watched this for like three minutes, and I'm just crying, just like weeping, and I'm like, what is going on God and because I, I knew there was more you know um, and what that's turned into now as a believer uh, I kind of ditched the weird meditation side to it because I think it's really uh, can be kind of self-centered uh, and about like having an experience and I think that's messed up uh, but now when I go out and I end up in these in these situations where I'm just worshiping God at night for who he is and just giving myself to him uh, I see crazy things in the sky still. I'm not going to say what it is or what it isn't. Dude, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Um, but it's amazing. Um, if you want to check out my Instagram page, I think my name's on this. And I'm not trying to promote myself. But if you want to see some of this stuff, I've recorded it. Uh, if you look up Jordan Gulbranson, so my name from this podcast, you look that up on Instagram, you'll see some of that stuff. I've started recording it. Um, and it's just amazing, dude. It just like draws me, draws me in closer, um, gives me like a greater desire to just get to know God. Like, dude, what is this? Like, if this is like, if this is what he's showing me now, like what else is there going to be? And I don't know. I just, I feel like it's just him like speaking out his love for me. And I'm telling you, it's not like maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll won't. It's like I go out and I'm praying, I'm worshiping. Um, I'm just fellowshipping with the Lord for about 10, 15 minutes usually. And all of a sudden, bang, um, all these lights and stuff start showing up and I'm just like crying and just like on the ground, like, God, what's going on? I don't understand. And it's just like this, like beautiful light show in the sky. Um, man, I used to do drugs. I used to do LSD and mushrooms and cocaine, uh, smoked a lot of weed and all these different things and ecstasy and Adderall. Um, but I'm telling you, the Lord has something so much better for us. And it's so for today. And if you're in a spot right now where you're bored, where you're just like, man, this is the same thing day in and day out. I just speak the fire of God over you right now. That religion would be broken. That death would be broken. That you just be free in God. Um, that you would just be drawn closer to him. You would just have a desire to seek him right now in Jesus name give yourself to him. Just give yourself to him every day. Dude, I know a lot of people right now, they wake up, Christians, they wake up, first thing they do, they might have some coffee or something and they go to work. Oh, it makes me mad, dude. It makes me so mad. It breaks my heart for him, dude, because it's not the will of God, man. It's not the will of God that we just go to work and just go through our day. And it's just like, that's not it, man. That's not it. I, like, I'm not saying it's always got to be like this, but God wants to like, I think especially right away in the morning, there's something, there's something special about it, man. We look at all these different spots in Luke where it's like Jesus went, he was, he was out praying or this, whether he's out praying alone with the disciples or he was out alone by himself or Jesus went up on the mountain to pray or whatever you know there's just something special about getting alone with God and like if that's you if that felt convicting in any way um that's God convicting you of righteousness right now and saying like and and the Holy Spirit does convict us of sin and does convict us of righteousness um but really with the emphasis being on the answer and his name's Jesus um <laughs> it's so good I want to encourage you to just get alone with him like he's like excited to meet with you in the morning before work dude even if it's just like five minutes ten minutes whatever like take that time and just just give yourself to him because he's good like doesn't even matter how we feel guys doesn't even matter if you had horrible dreams or whatever um man just get alone with him it's such a beautiful thing and he just he just meets us there um it's amazing i was just driving to work this morning i had like a half hour drive to work um 
and I didn't, I didn't pray or anything this morning. I didn't do anything like that. Um, and, and I was just driving to work and I felt like God asked me to listen to this album. And, um, it was only like four songs and, and like on, on like the final song, it was like, I just like, bam, got free of something. And I was like praying and singing and things as I listened to it, you know, just worshiping and, and talking with the Lord, uh, but felt just dead and empty until that final song hit and still just doing the same thing. It's like marching around the walls of Jericho, dude. Um, bam, something broke and, and I just got free. And it was like right before I went into work and, and I just had this feeling of oppression that just left, dude. Um, and it was amazing. God wants to um, God wants to reveal himself to you when when you're alone with him and there's like no one else around, man. It's amazing. I think I think we're gonna keep reading. All right. Anyone who accepts your message is also accepting me, and anyone who rejects you is rejecting me. And anyone who rejects me is rejecting God who sent me. Who the 72, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you, but don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. There's an earlier spot where it says, you are permitted to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. That's a little bit earlier in Luke. And man, that's amazing. Isn't that amazing? He's like, we can do all this crazy stuff. We can go around destroying hell all day. It's our job. It's awesome. It really is. But don't rejoice because of that. Rejoice because God loves you. <laughs> rejoice because he sent his son. Rejoice because he so loved us that he sent his son. Man. Rejoice because he's for you. Rejoice because we've been restored back into relationship with him. <laughs> it's like uh, when people talk about Santa Claus and the naughty and the nice list. We're on the, we're on the nice list again. And it was nothing that we could do to put ourselves on there. It was everything that he did on the cross. Man, that's amazing. At that same time, Jesus was filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. And he said, O oh, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way for revealing them to the childlike. Dude, I don't want to get all old and sophisticated and religious and all the um all the apologetic stuff. If you're into apologetics uh and you and you think that um you're right, uh I probably disagree with you because I think that for the most part the apologetic stuff people and if you don't know what that is, that's a good thing. I almost don't even want to tell you what it is, but I I am going to tell you. It's um as I understand it, it's basically people that just argue the the point of God. Um, and, and they and they use scripture and the word of God to uh, back up beliefs and kind of defend the the Bible. Uh, and if you are an apologetic type person, you probably found a hundred things wrong with what I just said, and 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 that's okay. But dude, I don't, I don't want to get into all that stuff. I really don't, man. I don't want arguments and debates and things. I just want Jesus, dude. I just want Jesus. I just want the power of God to do the ministry. I just want the healings, the dead raisings, the prophecy, the words of knowledge, the words of wisdom, the love of God, the acts of service and kindness, giving ourselves, giving money to each other whatever that is I want God to use that to do the ministry and not some like defense argument or not something of oh if you died today do you know that you would go to heaven oh my god if you have ever preached that um I just speak the blessings of God over you in the spirit of revelation right now in Jesus name and pray that you would just have a fresh encounter with him right now oh we're gonna keep going I want to be innocent. I want to be innocent like a child. I want to be innocent like a child. I pray that over you right now. Just a, just a fresh, like, overdose of innocence. 
Father God, we don't want to get wise in, in the way of the world. We don't want to sound smart. Uh, we don't want to sound like intelligent arguers, God. We don't want to sound like we could put up a real good defense, uh, you know, if someone asked us, why, why do we believe this? And, and like we know everything to, to back it up, God. Uh, we don't want that, God. We want you and we want to be dependent on you, on our dad with our arms wide open, reaching up to you saying, God, I need you today, dude. I really can't do it without you today. I'm going to fail without you today. God, would you just keep us in that place? Would you just keep us in a place of uh, just dependence on you, God, and not dependence on our own understanding, on the world's understanding, on money, on uh, systems and models that are not of your kingdom, God. In Jesus' name. Oh. Thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. My Father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal them. Jesus, reveal it to me. Jesus, reveal it to everybody listening to this. Then when they were alone, he turned to the disciples and said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you have seen. I tell you, many prophets and kings longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. This is so strong with me, because I'm telling you, I see God. I see God. I see people get healed. I see prophecy that's real. I see chains get broken with just words of kindness and acts of service. I see these miraculous lights in the sky that are beautiful and from the Lord, man. And it makes a lot of people really mad. <laughs> but blessed are my eyes. Oh, blessed are your eyes. God loves you, wants to show you this stuff. We're meant to be together. We're meant to be in community. We're meant to live life with other believers. Dude, we're not meant to do it alone. We're meant to seek God like corporately as a family. I'm talking about prayer. I'm talking about fasting. I'm talking about getting on our faces and just worshiping God together. Um, and this really isn't that real in my own life yet, but it will be. It so will be. Like, God's working on it with me. He's showing me stuff. He's giving me ideas about bringing community together. We got this group that we're doing once a month, just fasting for a week together. We have 6.30 a.m. meetings at the church each day that we're a part of. And we just come together and pray and prophesy. And we just do what we're hearing from God. And it's amazing. And people get free of stuff, dude. But there's more. There's a deeper place to go with it. And I know it's only the beginning now, but it's going to be so good. And people, <laughs> people are going to get to know the love of the Father. Father. They're going to get to know his love for them in a powerful way. They're going to see clearly everything that he's done through the finished work of the, claw, the cross. They're going to see the reality of victory that we live in, man. And they're going, to, <laughs> they're going to be so changed. It's ridiculous, man. Thank you, God. Oh, one day an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus replied, What does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? The man answered, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus told him, Do this and you will live. The man wanted to justify his actions, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? <laughs> and Jesus replied with the story, a Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, but he also passed by on the other side. Then the despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him to take care of this man. 
If this bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits, Jesus asked. The man replied, the one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, yes, now go out and do the same. Man, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're awesome, God. I've got like a bunch of different like roles and titles and stuff. Um, right now, I I basically like manage an office selling advertising, uh, and then I work in a treatment center for drug addiction, uh, for for people to to recover from drug addiction, and. Um, and I, I'm part of our worship team at church. I play drums, uh, and we meet twice a week for that. Um, I lead this prayer and fasting group. Um, it was something that the Lord placed on my heart with that thing I was just sharing about a second ago. Uh, we're doing this movie night thing at church also. Uh, there's an open mic night that we've been doing, usually about once a week. Um, and uh, and it's just been amazing, and we get to see God move there, and and I'm kind of the host for that. Um, so on paper, I look like a really good dude based on my roles and responsibilities and things that I do on a weekly basis uh, to just love and serve other people. But um, really, that doesn't mean crap. What matters is like that we have the heart of the Father. <laughs> what matters is that we're loving people wherever we're at, man. I'm not always at church. I'm not always at the open mic night. I'm not always at the advertising company. I'm not always at the treatment center. Sometimes I'm in Walmart at the grocery store and there's hurting people. Sometimes I'm driving down the road and it's really inconvenient timing, but someone's pulled over with their car broken down Sometimes uh, my family, uh, they're just really broken and in the world and they just need help and they just need love and encouragement and they don't even know it, but I just need to go spend time with them. Sometimes I'm in a hurry. I'm stopped at a gas station quick um, and, and I got to go do this and this thing, right? Uh, and it's all good stuff, um, but there'll be someone there. Um, maybe this this was it a lady or a guy? It was, I think it was a lady the other day. She was missing half of her arm. I've never seen anybody grow their arm back, dude. I've never seen God um, do like a creation miracle like that and someone get their arm back. I've only seen people get mad at me when I ask them to pray. I've only seen people um, get really offended when I share with them that God loves them and wants to heal them right now and ask if I could pray for them. But man, to just stop anyway and to just hold up traffic and everybody in the line's mad and I feel uncomfortable and I might be late to the thing that I was about to go and do. And to just take just a moment to love that lady. Man, that's the heart of God, dude. I could go tell that lady, Jesus is coming soon if you die today. Do you know that you'd go to heaven and try and manipulate her into praying a prayer and then coming over and hopping in my bathtub and getting baptized? But what the, what's that going to do, man? What's that really going to do? What's, what image is that going to give her of other believers and what image is that going to give her of herself that this is her only hope is the God who sends these people out there to make her feel like crap and to scare her? And what if it worked, man? What if she did? What if she was like, yeah, I, mean, I do. I, I don't know. I think I might go to hell. I want to pray the prayer. And she comes and gets baptized in my bathtub and then gets plugged in with a group of religious people that are going to send her to go out and do the same thing. And all she's doing is hurting people. And all she's doing is spreading fear. There's a lot of people watching your life. There's a lot of people watching the things that you do. Oh, where do you want to lead people? You want to lead them in life and peace and godliness and joy and with compassion? 
Or do you want to lead them in fear? Do you want to lead them to more bondage? And that ain't it. That's so ain't it, man. <laughs> He's our dad. He loves us. He's for us. He has so blessed us by sending his son on the cross. It's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for the reality of that. And I just speak a deeper revelation of the cross right now over everybody listening to this. Man. Yeah, we're going to go into a testimony. I hadn't masturbated in probably like six months. No sort of sexual immorality stuff. Um, and uh, probably about a month ago, uh, I did it on purpose. Um, there's a lot of people that would probably try and come up with a, a reason why. Uh, you know, maybe you've got some things you haven't dealt with. You're in bondage in this area or this area. And they would try and figure out the reason for the problem. But I'm telling you that we don't need to look for a reason for the problem. We need to look at the answer. And his name's Jesus. His name is Victory. Right here, right now, today. And we can walk in that and we can live in that place. I'm still not free of that, you guys. Over the past month, it's been like in and out. I woke up this morning and masturbated for like half an hour. I'm telling you, like, that's like, that's not freedom. That's not the will of God. This message is for the broken people. This message is for the people um, <laughs> that are worth the blood of Jesus, which is everybody. About six, seven months ago, I found myself um, in a different but uh, kind of similar situation. Um, I got really addicted to sales, got really addicted to money, um, and I was just chasing after everything in this world, and it was just useless, and I was filling up all my time with that, and I was still taking time and spending it with the Lord, but I was using it as a tool to uh, basically get what I wanted, um, and, and so that I could receive the blessing, um, but not really give myself to Him completely, and I was holding back, and so was He, because I was holding back. <laughs> and God just stopped me he never left me he doesn't leave us he's so for us you guys if I make my bed in hell you'll be there with me God I had definitely made my bed in hell about 6-7 months ago and God just spoke to me the truth of the word dude <laughs> he just shared with me again the answer and reminded me to get focused on it and showed me just just that his love is still there and it's still real, dude. Oh, I'm going to read you guys this verse really quick. Hopefully I can find it. Oh, there we go. Teaching some more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight, wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit. I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are in bed. I can't help you. But I can tell you this, though he won't do it for a friendship's sake. If you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you this, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. That's in Luke 11. I feel very strongly about that. So about six, seven months ago, I was in a bad spot. I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, um, masturbating all the time, uh, super depressed, bad relationship with my mom. Uh, I was living with her, and she was doing drugs and stuff, and I was just in no spot to uh, defend myself spiritually or help her at all. Um, I was basically just barely making it through the day, um, and I began to seek the Lord. 
<laughs> we have a lot to do with how we're doing, if that makes sense. Like, we really do. Like, we can say God's sovereign and all this, and we can stay obese and addicted to drugs and cigarettes, and we can stay with the same bondage and the same problems all of our, all of our life. But the fact of the matter is, if we ask and keep on asking, if we seek and keep on seeking, all oh, things change, dude. God flipped my life upside down in the past six months. It's been amazing. It's been such a gift, dude. I got really connected with other believers. I got connected with people. And I sought the Lord on my own. Um, when no one else is around, getting alone with Him and just getting in the Word like I knew was right. Like I knew the answer, dude. I knew that was it. And I prayed and I fasted. I didn't eat. I didn't drink. Um, and I really, really forced myself into a place of being more dependent on Him. Like, God, I need you to show up today. <laughs> oh, I dropped everything with the strength that he'd given me and he gave me more strength to keep dropping those things. And I began to see the reality of victory, the reality of the finished work of the cross. And I got free of that stuff. Within like a month of that, I was done smoking. Within like a month and a half, done masturbating. Um, just got really free in a short amount of time. Um, I moved out of that place. I just felt like it was the right thing to do and I moved into this apartment. Um, and just got really free again in the Lord, uh, like I was before that, um, but now even worse. Um, and just over the past month, uh, this thing has came up again with masturbation. Uh, and, and I think actually what happened, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, I, I got like really addicted to caffeine again. There was like maybe like I had a couple months there where I totally cut it out because I was hearing it from God and then I started to get back on it again. Uh, until I was having like seven, eight caffeinated drinks a day. Uh, and I realized there was a problem and really just sought God on it. This was our dur during our last prayer and fasting week. God asked me to stop the, the fast that I was doing and start this different fast like halfway through. So I started eating and I, and I stopped drinking caffeine. And uh, there was just like an incredible grace on it. And it's been um, I think about two weeks or so since then. Um, but what's ramped up since then is also just this like sexual thing and masturbation uh, Just like the spirit of lust and I'm telling you Jesus is bigger and 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 like I said like this was like just this morning. I was doing this um, but dude I Will taste and I will see the victory like I know he's my dad Like I know that he loves me and if this is you right now if you're in bondage right now um like, if you're seeing it that way, like, that's not who you are, man. Like, you're his son. Like, he loves you. Like, the Holy Spirit's declaring you righteous, right with God. It's not who you are. There's so much more. So how does this work? This thing that I did, like, six, seven months ago, um, and just giving myself to God, um, and these things going away. I heard someone preach about covenant recently, and this is like really good, man. Like all that I have is yours, and all that you have is mine. Like we get, we give ourselves to Him, and and like it just it just comes from seeing His love for us. Like when we see His love for us, when we know that we're loved, like that's when everything changed. Um, and that like just I just had a fresh revelation of this today, and and that's why I'm making this. Uh, God just showed me I really need to press in more. Like if I want to get free of this masturbation thing, dude, um, if I want to go and, 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 and really get closer to him, I need to do something about it. I need to fast. I need to pray. I need to seek him. I need to get even realer with him. Um, yeah. My time in the mornings um, slowed down quite a bit. I talked about that at the beginning of this. It totally did. Not nearly as much. Like for that, like the that like five, six month period of time, whatever it was, like I mean there were days in the beginning of that where I would spend like four to eight hours a day just alone with the Lord, just in prayer and fasting and seeking him. Still in bondage, you guys. <laughs> like still smoking cigarettes, still masturbating during that time. Um but just believe in his love for me. Believe in that the blood speaking better things, man. 
and getting that out of his word, dude, letting it come to life every single day. Like, I hope this is making sense, you guys. It's not like a system. It's not like a method. It's just like, seek the Lord, dude. You don't have a bunch of problems. You've got an answer. And this is just so big on my heart today. And God is just like, ah. It's amazing. Man. Yeah. So what am I going to do moving forward? I want to like, I want to stop masturbating. Um, I want to build better relationships with people and get closer to people. I just recently got released in this like prophecy thing. It's amazing. But like from feeling ashamed, I haven't been looking people in the eyes as much, I think. And it's kept me from moving from like getting into that. Um, so like, I want to get free of this. What do I do? only God can do it it's just seeking him it's just getting alone with him it's just spending time in his word it's just letting it come to life it's just reading this bible but knowing that he's talking to me and fellowship with him and getting real with him and it's fellowship with other believers there's people that have been established in things that I have not been established in yet there's this guy I know Louie oh my god he's amazing um he's just one of the most like joyful dudes and like uh, like charismatic dudes I've ever met and it's just real man like I've gotten to spend some time with him over the past like week and a half or so he's like an old dude he's like in his 70s um, but he loves the Lord and like we were doing work together and stuff and like even when he was tired you know he's just got this just fire in him for God man um, and just through conversations with that guy hanging out with him praying with him I got free of stuff man like I could just feel it I could just feel like chains breaking off me man like <laughs> hang around the victorious hang around the winners um which is not to say ditch all of the all the stuff god's calling you to, for ministry and, and reaching the lost and broken it's not uh but there's a place where we do need to receive dude and for me that place is alone with the lord in the mornings <laughs> for me that place is alone with the lord in the evenings under the stars for me, that place is with uh, my fellow brothers and sisters. And there's different relationships. There's the relationships where we're teaching. There's the relationships where we're just kind of mutual. You know, we're like, uh, if that's the right word for it, we're friends. We're running this race together. And there's a relationship where it's like, okay, that person's my teacher. Um, and for me personally, coming into this new season right now, um, I just want to be super vulnerable. I want to be open. Um, I want to get around more of those teacher people. And and just uh and just get blessed, dude. Like if we're if we're not blessed, like we cannot be a blessing. We cannot help anybody else. I'm just being real. Like if we don't have an understanding that he loves us, um, like that's like that's so crucial. Uh, and we can get that from being around those people uh who, who have that man. It's so contagious and they can give it away because it's free. Um yeah. It's amazing. And just really that place of getting alone with the Lord. So, like, the rest of this day, right now I've got about two hours to kill. I could go to work. Um, you know, I could make some more money. I could move stuff. I just moved into this new place. We're doing a community living thing. It's awesome. Uh, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pray. Um, I'm going to get in the Word. I'm probably going to go sing some worship songs with my ukulele and just fellowship with the Lord. Because, um, yeah, I just need more of Him. I'm just so done. I'm just so done with the average, man. I'm so done with going with the flow. There's a lot of friends, people I have in my life right now that I'm running with um, that are just okay with average. And that is no place of condemnation for them. That is not me criticizing them or anything. But right now I'm just I'm just recognizing like it's like there's 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 such a deeper place God's calling me to. And and through him taking me there, he's gonna draw them in also. And it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> like, there's freedom where he is, you guys. It's so good. So this is just kind of what's been on my heart this morning. Um, yeah, just being, like, super vulnerable about stuff. And, uh, yeah, and, and just sharing the love of God with you guys. Um, there is a place where we live free from sin. And what does that mean? We're going to pop into Romans 6 really quick and just kind of end this. Um, we might read the whole thing. It might not really be that quick. Uh, but we'll see. Cool. 
sin's power is broken. Well then, should we keep on sinning so God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we've died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Live a new life. Live a new life today, you guys. Live a new life tomorrow and the next day. Wake up with that reality every day. God, you love me. Thank you for bringing me into a new life. I thank you that the old is passing away and the new is coming every single day, God. And in the spirit, it's all finished, God. In the spirit, I have victory, God. In the spirit, death is beaten, God. And I will see it come to life. I will taste it come to life here today, God. Thank you for how good you are and how amazing you are, God. Pray like that, guys. <laughs> Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin, for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we have died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead, and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin, but now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. God, thank you I was dead, but now I have new life. So use your body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master, for you are no longer, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Well then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can go on sinning? Of course not. Don't you realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God, once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin, and you become slaves to righteous living, right with God. It's so amazing, you guys. Because of the weakness of your human nature, I'm using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led ever deeper into sin. Now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteous living so that you will become holy. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. And what was the result? You were now ashamed of the things you used to do. Things that, the end, that end in eternal doom. And like how amazing is that, you guys? Like the things that used to own us, things that used to own me, masturbation, like right now, like now I just know it's wrong. Like I used to have no idea. Now I know it's messed up. Now I know it busts up all my relationships, dude. Now I know it causes me not to look people in the eyes as much and ruins uh, a chance for people to encounter God through the spirit of prophecy that lives inside of me. Now I know that it messes up my view of women and my view of myself. Now I know it messes up the way that I feel in my body chemistry in a way that's just not honoring to God. How amazing is that? That we can now recognize that those things are wrong. Like, God, thank you Like that I can see that that's not who I am today. Like, that's not what I'm made for today. And thank you, God, for giving me new life. Thank you, God, for teaching me righteous living and growing and fathering me, man. Thank you, God, I get to grow up into you in all things. And even though this thing just happened, even though I just did this thing this morning, God, there's such a greater calling on my life. And your blood, Jesus, is speaking so much better things. It's speaking my forgiveness. Your body broken is speaking the removal of the effects of those sins, God. The addictive pulls, God, and tendencies. It's all gone, God. It doesn't belong to me anymore, Jesus. You took it all on the cross. Thank you. Pray like that, you guys.
<laughs> well, I sought the Lord And He answered me And delivered me From my enemies Seek the Lord, you guys But now you are free from the power of sin And have become slaves of God now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I've got one more thing to just share with you guys quick that just kind of popped up on my heart. Um, it's amazing how God speaks to us. I don't have this Bible underlined yet, so it might take me just a minute to find it. Here we go. So he writes this beautiful stuff at the beginning of 1 John. Um, this is the message we've heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. Man, what if we really got our focus on him and we really look to him as an answer instead of looking at all our problems and looking at all the reasons that we have those problems and trying to figure all that out and trying to figure out when the rapture is and trying to do all this, but instead just looked at God and just worship God So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we're living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sins. And I think it's important to note here, guys, that he's talking about, I'm going to read this again. So if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness... We're not practicing the truth. This thing that I have currently going on, this thing that you might have currently going on, whatever it is, right? Uh, for me, it's the masturbation thing, right? I'm not living in darkness. Like, I'm living in the light. I'm living as a sun every day, you guys. Um, my, like, intimacy, quiet time with God might have slowed down a little bit, um, but it's, it's still there very intensely. Like, I'm still very much walking with the Lord every day, even though this thing's come up uh, over the past month. Uh, I've not lost track of my identity, you guys, not at all. And most of my close friends or family would probably have no idea that this is even going on. Um, because I really understand that I'm not a dude with a problem, I'm a dude with an answer. Um, does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you guys. So this thing that you have going on, um, whatever it is, right? Um, maybe you're struggling with overeating and obesity and stuff. Uh, maybe you're struggling... Um, with some sort of like, I mean, just really any sort of addiction thing, right? Um, maybe you are just like, you flip out, you get super angry and yell at people once in a while. Um, but just like your heart is after God, dude, and you're seeking him and you're getting in fellowship with him. You're getting alone with him. Um, you're spending time with other believers and learning um, like patience and, and, and all this stuff, dude, and, and just how to love people and you're stepping out in faith. Um, but there's still just this thing there, dude, you're not walking in darkness. Um, and that's not what this verse is talking about. It's, it's talking about people that are like walking in darkness. Like they're like just in this constant place of like a double life and just living in sin. And they're just like, whatever. Um, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, but then still saying that, that they have like a relationship with God, uh, when they really don't, and they're not taking that time to spend alone with him. Um, they're not getting real with him and they're not getting honest with him and being vulnerable with him. Um, that's what this verse is talking about. So like, I really want to encourage you guys do not get wrapped up in the, in the identity of the thing that you're struggling with, whatever it is, right? If there's that thing there. Uh, and there doesn't always have to be that thing there. That whole thing about being free from sin, that's real, dude. Like, there's a place where, like, we're not even, like, aware of it, dude. We're not even conscious of it. And if something does come up here and there, um, you know, we can just see it right away. Whoa, God, thank you. That's not who I am and move on. Um, there's so a place for that. Oh, and it's the will of God that we live there. I'm not there yet, but I will. I will see it. I will taste it. I will live in that. I've been there before, and I, I'm not going for what I had before. God's got something better, you guys. Don't try and get to where you were before. Get with Him. <laughs> Live in the place that He has for you today. If we're living in the light as God's in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, 
and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. I just wanted to end with this. It cut off at like the hour mark there. Uh, just this last part. So we just led, we read the, the kind of the beginning of 1 John. Now we're going into 1 John 2, 1. My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case of innocence. I added that innocence part. Before the Father, he's Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims I know God but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word show how completely they love him. That is how we know we're living in him. Those who say they believe in God should live their lives as Jesus did. It's so good, you guys. He's so for us. He so loves you. His desire is that we live a life just not even like thinking about sin, dude, but just living a life in the kingdom with our brothers and our sisters, going out, healing the sick, raising the dead, prophesying, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, ministry in whatever way that looks like, signs and wonders and having the authority to bring those things about. It's for today. It's for us, man. He loves us. Oh. Bless you guys. I pray the freedom of God over you. I pray a desire to seek him over you. I pray a desire to get alone with him right now in Jesus' name over you. He's your dad, you guys. He loves you. He wants to spend time with you. <laughs>